are Patrick and Ruth Schwenk, and we are so thrilled you're listening in with us here at Root Like Faith. It's our deepest desire to encourage and equip men and women to be rooted in God's Word, transformed by the love of Jesus, and moved by His mission in the power of the Holy Spirit. Nothing is more important. So we can't wait to share today's episode with you. Let's go. On today's episode of Root Like Faith, we are talking about the lost art of listening, why it's so hard to listen these days in our distracted culture, and the difference between hearing and listening. In our last episode, we talked about the importance of community. So this topic of listening seems to tie right into the idea of relationships and community. So I'm excited to talk about that about this today with my co-host and husband, Patrick. And listen, if I'm being completely honest here, sometimes I can be a really good listener and other times I stink at it. It just depends on honestly what's occupying my mind at the time. It just can be really hard for me sometimes. I think consistency in this area can be really hard for me. I can think of the people in my life who are the best listeners and listen, I'm not even close to them. But I do realize that being a good listener is something, it's something we should all work on. I'm just really glad you finally admitted that you're not always great at listening. I I can't believe what I'm hearing in this moment. It took a podcast for us to come to this place in our marriage, but I appreciate that confession, honey. Um, Okay, all right. You know, I remember when our kids were really young, I'm sure you remember this too, we had loaded up all of our kids in that, you know, 1994 minivan that we were talking about, that Ford Aerostar. Mm, yeah. And our kids were pretty young. I know Noah in particular was was maybe two years old. I, I don't remember exactly, but we were all, you know, just trying to get in the van and buckle kids in and get them situated. And, and we were uh, giving some instructions to the kids. And then Noah, uh, who's our 13-year-old now, but he was probably two at the time, he, he looked up and he said to us in the midst of all that chaos and confusion, his siblings not listening, he looked at us and said, Dad, I'm listening. And so whether you are a young child or whether you're a 45-year-old guy like me, um, listening can be challenging. Yeah, it, I think it it's is hard. hard. Yeah. And so um, we want to kind of talk about that theme uh, today in the context of just um, having a, a flourishing relationship with God, but also having a flourishing relationship with one another. Yeah. Yeah. So let's start from the beginning then, um, which I think is a good place to start because it's the foundation. Why is it so important? Why, why is listening? Why should this even matter to us? Yeah. I mean, I think one of the things that, that I think about often, um, is just that, that longing that we all have to not only love others, but to be loved by Mm -hmm. others. We we all want to know and be known and listening is a really key ingredient for being known. Like you, you can't know someone or be known by someone without the art of listening. Yeah. And so listening is so important because it really does bind us together in a more intimate relationship with God. It, it binds us into a more intimate relationship with one another. And so we, we have this longing to be known by others and to know others. And we can't accomplish that or foster that or cultivate that without learning to be good listeners. Yeah. And I can, I can think of people uh, in my life that I, well, I'm sure you can too, where you're talking to somebody, you're sharing 
I am like the queen of, I, I don't know why when I'm telling a story, I need everybody to listen. I need like complete attention. So I'm always like, listen, no, listen. Yeah. Um, but anyways, I can think of so many times in my life uh, with people in my life where I've been talking to them and maybe it was my fault. I mean, I guess I could have been rambling on and on, but you can totally tell when somebody is tuning out and I, there, to me that. There is nothing worse than that because I'm always like, wait, 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 listen. <laughs> no, you're exactly right. You know, I know with four kids, you know, our kids are now uh, 17, 15, 13, 11. And we sort of have this this running. I don't know who passed this on to us. But that idea of when we're eating dinner or we're sitting in the family room, we'll often say one conversation. Mm, um, yeah. And part of that is because we, we want to whoever's talking, whoever's sharing a story, we want to be fully engaged in that. And we want to be listening to them and paying attention to them. So listening, uh, whether it's it's in a relationship with God or in a, in a personal relationship with one another in a family is just really, really difficult. And you can almost assume that you, anybody you meet today has a, a being heard deficit. You know, mm -hmm. I think when you, you think about friendships that we're in, whether it's in the church or, I mean, you can almost be assured that everybody you're encountering is in some way um, experiencing a deficit or has experienced a deficit in being heard, being understood. And so we really um, offer our love to one another when we offer our, our listening to one mm, another. Yeah. And I, you know, as you're saying that, I'm thinking about not only the person that doesn't feel like they're being heard, like I was sharing, if I'm, if I'm talking and I feel like somebody's tuning out, I'm like, listen, but I, I also walk away from those conversations where I feel like maybe I dominated too much and, oh, I hate that. Or, <laughs> or somebody dominated, somebody else dominated yeah, so yeah. much that I just felt like this was, this is totally a one-sided relationship. Yeah. And it's really, I think it explains why you can be in a circle of friends or be in community and still feel lonely. Mm. Um, and so just because you've got people around you doesn't mean that you're necessarily being loved or being heard or being understood. I, you know, I love one of my favorite books uh, on on this very topic is um, a book called The Listening Life. And The mm. Listening Life is a is a fantastic book on this idea of knowing one another, listening to one another. Um, highly recommend it. We'll, we'll put a link to that in the show notes. But in uh, the book, he makes a distinction between hearing and listening. Mm. And he says that hearing is what happens to us. Listening is a practice of focused attention. Mm. And so we all hear, we, you know, we, we right. um, are outside and we hear sirens or we hear birds chirping. I mean, we hear things. That's what um, happens to us. But listening is something we have to choose to do. It's a practice of focused attention. I just love that distinction that he makes in the book. Right. And it, I think that really shows us why it is so important, because how can you possibly know someone if you can't listen to them? If you don't listen to them, you don't know who they are. You don't know about them. You don't know their life. You don't know their story. Um, so I think this is, it, it can be really easy to kind of just hear. Especially in the age of the Enneagram. Oh. <laughs> Those who've sat under my preaching oh. for a number of, of months or the last couple of years know that I have a love-hate relationship with the Enneagram. Right. And I love what it offers us that yeah. we can know ourselves better and know others better. 
but um, there is a, a level of, of numbering somebody mm. without really knowing them. Yeah. And so uh, sometimes we can number somebody too quickly, not really listen to them and understand that, that we're all way more complex than that. And yeah. we have a past and we have a, mm-hmm. you know, a history and different events that have happened to us, experiences. And so listening is so important for uh, loving those around us and being loved by, by those around mm-hmm. us. And I think, you know, if we get down to just the reasons why it's so hard to listen, why we're so, I mean, why we're so bad at it. Uh, the biggest thing for me is distraction. So I have so many things going on, which I know a lot of you do too as well. Um, at the same time that I can, my mind feels scattered and I feel distracted. And in that, in that place, it's hard for me to really focus and listen. And there's so many things pulling at us. Don't you think that's probably one of, honey, one of the biggest reasons why it's so yeah, hard um, for us to listen? I mean, I think technology is probably one of the biggest enemies um, of, of really being attentive to one another, listening to mm-hmm. one another. I remember, I, I think we've written about this maybe in For Better For Kids, where you were telling me a story and there was a lots of noise going on around mm-hmm. us. The kids were coming in and out of the room and you were telling me a story. And I started out really strong. I like I was I was with you. I, I was listening to every detail, <laughs> hanging on every word. And I just remember that like I, there was a slow fade there and the, and the deeper you got into the story. And it was a lengthy story. Honey. Um, you are a <laughs> pro at adding every detail. I like telling stories. You do. Yeah. And you're very good at it. <laughs> And so I just remember getting kind of deep into that story and there was this slow fade and there came a point in our conversation where it was clear you were asking me a question Mm -hmm. and I had no idea where we were at in the story and what was being asked of me and I just had to come clean and... And it was really because of the distractions going on around. I mean, I was thinking about things. I was thinking about things at the church and the kids were coming in and out. And of course, now we, you know, we talk about, you know, uh, social media mm-hmm. and, you know, emails popping up and we've got phones that, that alert us to things that are going on. And so, yeah, distractions, I think, is a huge obstacle to being a good, uh, to, uh, to being a good listener. Yeah. And I think it, here we have to say, though, that it's not going to look perfect because we d- will have those distractions that aren't necessarily bad things like your children. I mean, that's just going to, it's going to be hard to it's listen. Life, yeah. yeah. It's life. And just like other things, there's just different seasons that make things a little bit easier. And so I get, I guess I would just suggest not trying to have like the deepest conversation when all of your kids are <laughs> running all around and you feel, you know, or something's really distracting you. Maybe that's a good place to start. But, um, I just feel like we need to say that, that this, it doesn't have to look perfect, um, that there's going to be things in our lives that make it that are distractions that aren't necessarily bad distractions that make it hard to listen. So let's um, pivot here and talk about then, you know, this whole podcast is about being rooted in our faith. And so how does that correlate with when we talk about listening? How does that correlate? um, How does being rooted in our faith? What does that have to do with listening? Yeah, you know, I think one of the things that that I thought was really fascinating is is um, you know Scott McKnight, who is a a New Testament uh, scholar, he points out that the word listen appears over fifteen hundred times in the Bible. Wow! And so you think about that, like at the very beginning of the Bible, um, we learn that God is a God who speaks, right? Mm-hmm. So Genesis one, Genesis two. Um, and God said, and God said, and God said, and God said, you know, nine different times Mm. God speaks and creation listens, creation responds, Mm. uh, to God's voice and uh, light comes out of darkness and order comes out of chaos. 
um, you know, beauty comes out of out of sort of that that primordial uh, soup there, if you will, in Genesis one, and all creation responds. And then you come to Genesis three, and for the first time, God's creation doesn't listen. God mm-hmm. had commanded Adam and Eve that this is what will bring you life, and mm-hmm. His creation for the first time closes its ears to him. And so, you know, over 1500 times in the Bible, you know, we hear that word listen, or we we read the word listen. And we're oftentimes reminded of how um, God's people don't listen. I mean, just read the Old Testament. Uh, and how many times do you, it's do you hear, <laughs> do it you is. hear the story of God's people um, obeying and then disobeying, listening and then not listening? It's yeah. just a common theme. And so I think that that idea of listening is so important for us as we think about walking with God, abiding in Christ, learning from Him, growing in our relationship with Him. We have to be good listeners. We listen and we obey. And so mm-hmm. it's at the heart of what it means to be rooted in our faith, rooted in a, in a life-giving relationship. Yeah, and I think that kind of reminds me of James one nineteen, where we're told to be quick to listen. And yeah. right there is is that command for us. It's to... one of those verses you wish wasn't in the Bible. Right. You know? <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, I guess it's not all about me, right? You know, <laughs> and I think, anyways, that's something for us to really be mindful of. Is Scripture's telling us to be quick to listen, which means we need that reminder. Well, I think, you know, one of the other things that that you see in the scriptures is that that God loves us by listening to us. Um, You know, Mm -hmm. Psalm 103 is a great example of that. And there's so many, but Psalm 103, where the psalmist says, I love the Lord for he heard my voice. You know, I cried out to God. I prayed to God. I I went to him and he heard my voice. He, He listened to me. And so I think one of the things that you see throughout the scriptures is not only does God speak and ask us to listen, but when we speak, God listens to us. He loves mm-hmm. us by listening to us. And so I think when we then think about being good listeners and, and loving friends or family members by listening to them, it's always in response to how God has loved us by listening to us. We bear his image with the words that we speak, because he's a speaking God, but we also bear the image of God by the way we listen to others. Yeah, and that makes me think of how many times... I have cried out to God or spoken to God or, you know, and he doesn't respond right away in that. And I think about us as his people. And when we are listening to others uh, in the reminder, like I said, in James 119 of being quick to listen. And I think there's a correlation there that we don't always, I feel like we can have the tendency to feel like we have to give an answer right away Mm. or help somebody with that next thing, whatever we're listening to, where a lot of times God's just telling us, be quick to listen. So sit and listen and let somebody kind of work out what they're working out with you as you listen. We don't always have to be so quick to give a response. And it reminds me of how God works in my own life. You know, he wants to hear from me, and there's a lot of times where he's working on me before he answers. Yeah, that's good. That I think that's an excellent point. Sometimes the the best thing to say is nothing at all, and well, so yeah. <laughs> uh, learning learning the the wisdom of, of when to be quiet, like you said, and to listen and and to be patient as somebody's maybe telling their story or right. or crying out from their heart and and looking for that right time with God's help to to speak a word of wisdom or truth or encouragement. And so I, I love that. I think that's an excellent point. You'll be quick to listen and slow to mm-hmm. speak. Yeah. Um, and so I think that's such a, such a great reminder. L- let's talk a little bit about ways that we can 
we can be a better listener. You know, one of the things that, you know, before we get into that, maybe some practical things, one, one of the things that, that uh, other writers have used, um, that the language that, that, uh, of listening uh, is like spiritual hospitality. Mm, and, and I love yeah, that. I, love I don't that. know who first used that phrase. I, I've read that in multiple books and in multiple places. Um, I know Henry Nouwen is, is one writer who has used that phrase, and there's others. But, you know, when you think about hospitality, you know, hospitality is uh, inviting somebody into your home. They, they come into your home as a guest. Yeah. And it's not about entertaining them or showing off your house or your stuff. It's about serving somebody. Mm. And so when you listen to someone, uh, it, it really is an act of spiritual hospitality. You are inviting someone in and you're offering yourself to them as well. And you are serving them. And I just love that, that, that imagery, that, that listening is an awful lot like spiritual hospitality, where we're offering somebody, we're opening our heart to invite somebody in to be known and to be loved and to listen to them and to serve them in that way. Yeah, I don't think we realize how much it can mean to someone by listening. I'm, I mean, I'm speaking for myself there because I, like you were saying earlier, I like to give an answer right away because I want to fix things. You know, I want to help somebody. I can't believe all of the confessions that are happening today. This is Honey, this feels talking, so redemptive. We're not talking about you and me. We're oh, just I'm talking sorry. about I'm other sorry. people. Okay, right, right. <laughs> but it can be so easy for me to want to give an answer. Um, and, and then when I think about hospitality and how that really serves someone, I and how I can think about all the people that we have had into our home and really how much that meant to them that we were willing to open up our home to them and serve them a meal and yeah. spend time with them and how that correlates with our, our listening. Like, yeah. it, like hospitality is, is actually listening to someone as well. I love that yeah, so much. Well, it can yeah. mean so much to someone. You know, one of the things that was so um, helpful for me or encouraging to me when I was going through treatment um, you know, coming out of that that um, season of those two stem cell transplants and recovering and just really being beat up physically, emotionally, sometimes spiritually, is what I loved the most, what I appreciated the most from those around me were friends that would just call and say, hey, how are you doing? Mm -hmm. How are you doing today? How are you feeling emotionally? They weren't trying to fix my situation. They knew they couldn't. Um, they weren't necessarily trying to change anything and I didn't need them to, I just wanted to be heard. I wanted to be understood. And that was so valuable to me that, that ministered to me in, in profound ways. And so, um, it served me that that was an act of hospitality. They, they were opening up their life, their heart, mm -hmm. and they were serving me in that way. And, and I just greatly appreciated that. So let's talk really specifically, really practically, how do we, you know, be, um, I guess, better listeners. Mm. And so, so what are some practical ways that we can do that? Well, I think like we already talked about is, is trying our best not to be distracted. And I think practically what that looks like is first of all, like I said, recognizing there's times that maybe we shouldn't schedule, you know, a, a get together with our friend to have the deepest conversation if we know it's not going to be a good time to do that. Yeah. Um, I think absolutely. that's a real practical way to just, um, make your listening really, um, matter and and 
be able to actually focus and listen yeah, to so your the, friend. So one of the ways I've been trying to do that, I, I think that's great. <laughs> I think one of the, the, maybe the first ways we are better listeners is we're uh, a undistracted listener. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, one of the things I've been trying to do is like, if I go have lunch with somebody or grab coffee with somebody, I will intentionally leave my phone in my car. Mm. Uh, not every time. What if I need to get a hold uh, of you? No, just yeah. kidding. <laughs> and so, or I'll take my phone, but I won't put it on the table. That, that's mm-hmm. probably more common. And so I'll take my phone and maybe I'll keep it in my bag and I just, I won't look at it. And uh, if I get a message on my phone, I won't look at it. So I think those are, those are some really practical ways to be an undistracted listener. Or if we're at home with our kids, I think something as simple as just looking our kids in the eyes. Mm. Um, you know, when our child is trying to talk to us or tell us about something from class or something that, that happened when they're out playing basketball in the driveway, um, you know, just talking about that experience, but being fully engaged by just looking at them, being undistracted, looking up from my email or the book that I'm reading. Um, those can be some really simple ways to be an undistracted listener. I think, um, being a humble listener is another Mm. really practical way where we just, really begin to um, be a servant in our listening. We're not trying to control a conversation. We're not trying to dominate with our words. Yeah, I think um, that's... being I, a servant. Right, and I think that's where the whole idea of not having to have an answer for and right. you know fix everything for somebody, that's part of just being humble and being a servant and just listening. Like you said, when you when your friends would call and you would be talking to them through treatment and everything, you just wanted to have somebody to talk to. And and there was nothing necessarily they could say to fix your situation, but that's not what you needed. You needed somebody just to show that they cared. Yeah. I mean, we probably all, we won't name any names, but we could all think of people who, when you're talking to them, every story, you know, every, you know, bad thing that's happened to you, uh, it's, it always comes back to them. Uh, you know, that's sort of the opposite of being a, a humble listener, you know, somebody who takes everything you say to them, every hurt that you're going through, and they go, oh, wow, yeah, I know exactly what mm. you're talking about. This happened to me, um, or that's exactly l- like what happened to my son or mm-hmm. to my wife. And, and so, then they launch into a whole story into, yeah, about and they've it. completely <laughs> forgotten that, that you were just pouring out your heart or whatever. Right. And so I think, yeah, being a humble listener mm-hmm. is really about being a servant. It's about receiving and taking that person's story and not always trying to give an answer, or try to fix it, but you're just trying to understand that person. Mm, and I think, so here we, we've talked about being undistracted, being humble, being a servant and listening. And then this is what I think you're so good at, honey, is being an inquisitive listener. And that to me is when you're really listening to somebody, you have questions and you want to keep, you want to keep learning more about what they're talking about. Right. Yeah. You know, I don't, uh, thank you, by the way. Uh, I will I will take that compliment any day. Um, no, I, I have always appreciated, as I've said, the people that have done that for me. Mm-hmm. And, and so I do. I try when I'm meeting with a college student or with a couple from church or as we're talking, I, I think you can't fully listen to somebody without really being inquisitive about asking questions, digging deeper. I think Jesus did that so masterfully in the Gospels. Uh, he oftentimes would answer a question by asking a question. Mm, yeah, and so that's a good I think, point. I think there are times where we're in a conversation, we're listening. We just need to ask the Holy spirit to, to lead us, um, and to guide, uh, our hearing and to give us the heart of God, the father, as we're talking with somebody and listening to somebody, um, and really asking those questions, drawing that person's heart out and getting to maybe the hurt that they're ex- experiencing. And I think, 
questioning is so important mm. um, to really uh, being able to effectively love somebody and listen to them. Mm-hmm. And I just, again, love the whole idea. I think all of this ties into listening being a spiritual hospitality because when you invite someone over, like you said, it's not all about what you can show them and it's not all about you. You're inviting them in because you want to serve them. And I think the same goes with our listening. And that's really how we can, if we view listening in that way, oh my word, I think we'll be better listeners just by having that perspective shift. Well, thank you, honey. That was just a really good conversation about listening. And, you know, listening is so important because we cannot be known or know someone without listening, which is why becoming a better listener is so important. And listen, we are all And do you notice how I say listen all the time? (laughs) We can all be bad at listening by the distractions and busyness all around us. But God gives us such a beautiful picture of listening by first listening to us. So we can do the same for one another. Well, friends, you can follow us on Instagram at Patrick W. Schwank and at Ruth Schwank or on Facebook. Don't forget, everything we talked about is linked in our show notes at rootlikefaith.com backslash podcast. Again, what a great conversation today on listening. As you know, if you've been joining us every week, each week we walk away with a key idea. I love it. I always need somebody to just boil it down, tell me the main idea. So it's the main takeaway that sums up what we've talked about. So today's key idea is simple, but it's so true. We love one another by listening to one another. We will also be sure to put that key idea in the show notes as well as anything else we referenced at rootlikefaith.com backslash podcast. Hey, I'm really excited for our next episode because we will be talking about a topic that seems like everybody's talking about right now, self-care. We'll be talking about what the Bible has to say about self-care and how it should look in the Christian life. So be sure to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes so you do not miss it. And as if I haven't said it enough already, we are so thrilled you're joining us here at Root Like Faith. We welcome you here into our family. It is our deepest desire to encourage and equip men and women to be rooted in God's word, transformed by the love of Jesus, and moved by his mission in the power of the Holy Spirit. Nothing is more important.